Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are speaking with Laura Lorenz. Laura is a high-performance coach who is passionate about helping female business leaders unlock their limitless potential through human design and mindset work. She believes human design provides a blueprint for living your most authentic and fulfilling life, but through conditioning, we naturally live out of alignment. Laura works with her clients to bring them back into alignment with who they are meant to be and manifest the life and business that they have always dreamed of. This is a great episode. I actually recently just went through this process with Laura to understand a little bit more about my own design, who I am, and so many things made so much sense after having this conversation. So I know you're going to love the episode and I really encourage you to reach out to Laura if you want to learn more about human design because it is far more powerful powerful than I ever realized and I definitely will be tapping into it even more. Welcome to the show today, Laura. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So Laura and I connected in a mastermind program early in 2020 before the world kind of blew up and changed. And then we, you know, stayed in each other's spaces. And ironically in this world of zoom, I'm usually connected with people like all over the world. So then I found out we're from the same city, which is like, that's, that's funny. Cause that doesn't happen very often. So tell us where you're from. Uh, thank you. I am from Kitchener, Ontario, and I was born and raised here. And uh, I spent about six years living in Toronto after I graduated university and I did the whole corporate thing. And then, yeah, and then started thinking about having kids and family and all that and made our way back to, to Kitchener-Waterloo. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Do you have a book that you have read that has been impactful for you? Oh my gosh, so many books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, so I am a huge proponent of audiobooks these days. Same. Same. And so I've been listening to a, a ton of different books on energy and manifestation. And so I love Joe Dispenza. And so he has a book called Becoming Superhuman. Mm-hmm. And it's really all about, um, you know, we can do anything that we want in our lives. And really it comes down to listening to our heart, um, deprogramming all of this conditioning that we've had in our lives. And, and that's a huge book, um, a big eye opener for me in terms of you really are as limitless as you want to be. Mm, He's got such a powerful story. And what is that book like as an audio book? It's not him doing the audio, is it? 
no, no, it's not him. I forget the gentleman's yeah. name. It is a man that, that reads it. Um, but it was actually, it was pretty good. Awesome. Um, he was, uh, he was pretty engaging throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love audiobooks. That's so like, that is, I do have a couple of books always on the go, but I do tend to go to audiobooks. Yeah. Do you have a quote or mantra or something that describes who you are? Oh my gosh. That's Mm -hmm. a, that's a good question. Um, I think recently, especially, and as we talk a little bit more about human design, I think it's, it's listening to my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, first and foremost, um, I have always been someone who thinks with my brain and does all the pros and cons lists. And it, and when I discovered human design, I've really tapped into my body a lot more. Um, what does my heart desire? You know, what are my emotions telling me? We'll talk about, we'll talk about authorities later on, but, um, I am an emotional authority. So my heart, and my emotions are really what drives what I do. So I would say, you know, listening to myself and my own intuition has been a, a big thing for me. Oh, awesome. I love it. So let's dive in then. You spent how long in corporate? How long were you in corporate? Did you say? Um, so I, I've been in corporate over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I started my business on my first mat leave with my daughter, um, back in, so she was born in, in August of 20 or 2019. Mm-hmm. And I started my business early 2020 last year, um, as a, as a business coach. And, uh, and, and through that, I launched my first program and, um, I wasn't focused on human design at that point in time, but I knew about human design. And it wasn't until after my first launch that I was like, I am not doing this right. There's something wrong with this. I like, I burnt myself out. I pushed too hard. And, and that's when I really dove into human design a lot deeper because I realized I was like, this is not the way that I'm meant to operate. This is not the way that I'm meant to to, uh, do what I want to do. Because if I'm trying to put together a business that helps people and I don't feel good about it, that it's not worth it. Um, Can I interject one second? Because I love what you're saying. Can you share to people, what does it feel like to be that out of alignment? Because you actually were building something and having some success with it, right? Like, Like you were having people in your program but it yeah. still didn't feel right. Like there are people out there who are going, well, no one shows up. So that's not working. But then there are some people who are having success, but still not in alignment. So what does that misalignment feel like? Yeah. So for me, it was, I was exhausted. That first and foremost, um, I was like, I, I felt defeated, even though I was getting traction, like you said, I just felt defeated because I just didn't have the energy. And I moved into, I noticed this in myself, I moved into a proving mode in my, in the way that I was showing up on my social media. I was trying to prove to people that I could do this. And it was my first launch. So naturally you want to prove to people that you're, that you're worthy of coaching them and being in their space. But I noticed that in myself and I was like, this feels yucky. Like the, mm-hmm. this felt like selling felt icky to me because I was becoming pushy and I was trying to prove myself. So being exhausted, sales feeling icky, um, those two things for sure were, were the biggest, um, the biggest things. But I also, 
I, I kind of lost sight of like my why, my vision, like what I wanted to do as well. And so it, it, it got me questioning, why do I want to do this? What, what, what is the whole crux of me wanting to help people? And so I, I did a little bit of introspection afterwards and, and I really, yeah. It, and it came down to like, I want people to feel good in what they do um, in their business mm-hmm. and impact people. Like you got to have both and, and feeling um, because that's the way, like when people are in corporate and they feel like this isn't the place for me, mm-hmm. they, they have this feeling in their stomach. And I was having that same feeling running my business. And I was like, why, why do I have this feeling? And that's, that's first and foremost, a sign that you're out of alignment. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I guarantee that message will land with a lot of people. And, um, I really appreciate you sharing that. So then you shifted into learning more. Did you feel pulled to learn more about human design? Yeah, it's funny. Like, so as, as you go through this process of understanding human design, you tap into your intuition a lot more. And it's funny, it was kind of like the first time that I had this like voice inside of me that was so loud that I could not ignore. And it was like, go, go check out your human design, like go see what this is all about. And I knew about human design two years prior because I was, I was actually going through a really tough time in my life. Um, and, and I discovered human design because at that point in time, I felt like I was broken, like something was wrong with me. And so I found human design and it basically, what human design shows you is that you are not broken. You are perfect the way you are. It's just tapping in to your natural strengths and gifts is what makes you limitless and and capable of all the things that you want to achieve. So at that time I had found it, but I just thought it was like this cool thing. It's kind of like astrology. You get an astrology reading and you're like, Oh, that's really cool. But then you kind of like leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I did. And then it wasn't until I launched my business and I went through this feeling of just, yeah, not, not working, not in alignment. And that's when I, I just heard this voice in my head that just said, go check out your human design, mm-hmm. go look at that. And, and so ever since then, you know, I've been trusting that voice inside of me. Love it. So you dove into it. And did you have many light bulb moments where you're like, okay, now I understand more about myself and why, and I think, I think why I think this conversation is so important, especially now. And we were talking about this before we started recording is the fact that we're all like navigating life online. And I think it's easy to think I have to do, okay, she's having success over there. I have to do it that way but you don't have to. And I think when you focus on that, you lose sight of the gifts that you have that can actually blow your business up and have you being in alignment. So I think it's so important right now with what you're doing. So I would love for you to take us on your journey, what you learned and how this experience has shifted you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. So, so the way I was doing my launch, um, last year was I did a 10 day interview series followed by a five day challenge Remember, and it was a month long. It was go, go, go nonstop. And so what's really interesting. So there's, there's five different energy types in human design and there are, well, so, so myself, I am a projector and a projector is meant to be a leader, a guide, 
uh, someone who's a teacher. So it lends naturally to being a coach. But the thing about projectors is we do not have that same sustained energy as some of the other energy types. Mm-hmm. And so I was modeling my business after people who are generators or manifesting generators who are those people that have that sustained energy. They are the powerhouses of the world. And, and so for me, I was modeling myself after them. And that's not who I'm meant to be. That is not that is not in alignment with that. So, you know, I had to take a step back and be like, okay, what are what do I need to do? And and part of being a projector is that I actually need to wait for the invitation, which means that I need to wait for people to come to me rather than me push my offer out on them. So as a projector, I talk about my knowledge, the things that I know, the things that I am passionate about, and people will be naturally drawn into my aura. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when I reflect back on, on like my corporate career and where um where I like I actually it's funny enough I've only applied for two jobs in my entire corporate career and all the other jobs that I got in my career I was handpicked by senior leaders within my organizations because I had the skill set or and that that is the natural ability mm-hmm. of a projector is that uh, you are recognized for your capabilities and for your skills and people are naturally drawn to you and they pull you in and they want you to be a part of those things. So that's how I needed to run my business. But I was like, but I had this like, go, 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 because I saw other people doing that, that thing. And I was like, well, why can't I do that? So that was a little bit of deconditioning for me to be like, okay, I got to take a step back and I really just need to focus on deepening my knowledge and my skills and sharing that. And it's so funny because when I relaunched my business this time as you know a human design expert and leader, it was so funny because people have just naturally drawn to me. They have naturally come to me. I've even before I launched, I already had two clients before I even launched. It was it was so funny. And so that is what is so powerful is when you actually live in alignment and, and it feels good and you follow your human design, those people will just naturally come to you. And, and I've learned that and, and I know that it works. So awesome. Okay. So we have our design. There's five different types. What are the different types? Okay. So 70% of the world's population is either a generator or a manifesting generator. And and so just kind of an overview of them is they are the workers of the world. They are the ones that have endless supplies of energy if they are doing something that they love. If they are not doing something that they love, that's a a different story. But when you have 70% of the world's population that is workhorse, go, 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 the other 30% of the population, we feel like we need to, to keep up with that. And so the difference between a generator and a manifesting generator is that a manifesting generator tends to be more multi-passionate. So just a generator, they pick one thing, they tend to master it, they, they get um, a really strong skill set in something, and they naturally magnetize um, based on that. Whereas a manifesting generator, they are multi-passionate. So they, um, they could have two separate businesses that are very distinct and unique, 
but it's who they are. And they are known more so as like the energizer bunnies. Like they can go, 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 go. Whereas the generators are more like a big warm hug and um, they just have that, that energy to, to sustain in that thing that they really want to master. Love it. Um, so the next, the next energy type is a projector, which is what I am. And that's about 20% of the world's population. And so um, so Barack Obama is an example of a, um, is a, an example of a projector and we are meant to be the leaders, the guides. We see things very differently than other people. And we don't always know that, that we see things differently. Um, we are great planners and organizers and, um, but the thing, the key thing for us is not to overdo it. We are not meant to work. We are meant to, um, you can think of it as like we're we're the leader of the project or the leader of a group, and we see how things should be done. And then someone like um, a, a manifesting generator or a generator would then bring that thing to life. They would they would create that thing. Uh, the next one is the manifester, and the manifester is about eight percent of the population, eight or nine percent. And they are the visionaries. They are the they are actually the only energy type that is meant to initiate. Mm-hmm. So they are like the CEOs of the world. So they come up with all these great ideas, but they don't, they also don't have the energy to bring those things to life. So they need people to, to work with them. So they often come up with these ideas and then they they give it off to, to someone else to, to, to finish and to bring it to life. So like a, a Jennifer Aniston actually is an example of, of a manifesto. And actually going back to the, so as a generator, an example of that would be Oprah. Um, Mm. You think of her as this big warm hug. And then a manifesting generator would be a Tony Robbins who has just like this endless supply of energy. And then the last energy type is the most rare. And so this is the reflector. And and we'll talk about energy centers uh, a little bit later on, but they are the only energy type that has all of their energy centers open, which means they are just absorbing the energy of everyone else in this world. And then they reflect back to people what they see. So they absorb and then they reflect. So they're actually very adaptable people. Um, but they, they can get, they can burn out quite easily because they just, they just don't have this sustained energy that other people have. So an example of a reflector would actually be Sandra Bullock. And, and what I think is really cool about her is that she can play any single role. Like she could do a comedy. She can be in a drama. Now that I think I, she's one of my favorite actresses. So I can see all the different roles that she's played. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she would be an example of that uh, if if we were talking about celebrities, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating because once you start diving deep into, into the different energy types and the characteristics of each of them, you, you are, that's where you always start with your human design is your energy type and, and trying to live in alignment with that, with that energy type. And once you dig into it, you're like, oh my God, that describes me to a T and everyone experiences that when they uh, first come uh, and see human design. I, yes, I love it. You and I had a call just last week and I mean, I don't even know, we'll get into more, 
but I was a generator. And the more you describe the generator, I'm like, oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but I can go like no one, like I can put a lot of hours in, but the second I'm not interested, I'm like, no, don't want to. <laughs> like, I can't even fake it. If I'm not interested in it, it doesn't light me up. It's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So, but if I want to do it, I will put in hours till forever. And so many people will say, just slow down. I'm like, I don't know, but that's, I feel like that's how I'm wired. That is literally how I'm wired. So it's a plus and a minus, right? There's times we have to learn that it is, this is what works for us, but we also have to be aware of the other side of that coin. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For everybody I'm assuming. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So like you can see people and we were talking about this is um, so you don't always have to work the way that someone else is working, Mm -hmm. but even you can tell like once you, it's funny, once you start diving into human design, you can actually tell when someone else is out of alignment too. Mm. And, and so when they're not in alignment, like you can feel that on their social media, you can. So once you understand it, you're like, Oh my gosh, like, all these light bulbs start going off as you start reading people uh, mm-hmm. a lot differently as well. So, um, and you read yourself differently too. So it, you just become a lot more uh, perceptive of, of energy and energy. That's how we sell. We sell, especially online is how we show up, what our energy is like. That's how people buy into us. And so the more aligned we are, are with who we are meant to be, that's when we just naturally magnetize people. Our aura attracts people. And it's just, it's so cool. That's so awesome. I love that. Okay. So we have the different types of human design. What comes next? Yeah. So just, I guess maybe just if we can give an overview of sure. what human design is. So like it is basically a blueprint of who you are, how you are built, and how you're meant to show up in the world. So think of it like a cross between astrology and a Myers-Briggs personality test. So it is your blueprint based on your birth date, when you were born, um, and where you were born. So it is not like a personality test in the way that you you get questions and you answer them and it's all based on how much you know about yourself. You can't BS this. This is based on who you are when you were born and it was imprinted on you um, at your at your birth time. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a very logical system that brings together a bunch of different modalities. So it brings together the I Ching, Kabbalah, the chakra system, astrology, and quantum physics. And it was discovered by a man in the 1980s named Ra. And he actually downloaded this information. Um, This information came to him. And one night he wrote a 400 page textbook. And, and it's, so it's really interesting and crazy how this came to be and how popular and how um, true it actually is to people. So it is something that it is a piece of work that was meant to come to us. um, And, and it is super fascinating and so it's basically, like I said, it's it's your map to living your authentic self. So we go through life, um, going through experiences, you know, through childhood, what our parents tell us, you know, things that we see in our environment, and we become conditioned. We become conditioned to believe that that is the way life is. That is the way life is meant to be. 
But the cool thing is, is that human design shows you if you want to achieve anything in life, um, you, you are 100% capable of it if, if you live in alignment with, with that design. So it shows you those areas where you have been conditioned throughout your life and gives you an opportunity to strip away those layers to live happier, healthier, um, and, and wiser because of it. So it's, um, it's super fascinating that way. And like I said, there's five different energy types. And, and so each of those energy types have a strategy. So your strategy is, yeah, how you're meant to, to move through life. So I had talked about, um, projectors and their strategy is to wait for the invitation. Um, so we are, um, we are meant to, um, wait for people to come to us Mm -hmm. to share our information to do what we love to do and people will be naturally magnetized to us um and then and then so once you understand your strategy then that's when you go into your authority and your authority is your decision making so you're um like i said everyone is conditioned to think that you are to think with your head and to make decisions with your head. But it's actually a different body part that is responsible for your decision-making. And everyone is different and everyone is unique. And there's different different body parts that are responsible for for your decision-making. So for me, it's my emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, For other people, it can be their gut, their sacral. For other people, it can be their spleen. Um, Some people are... um, they have a self-projected authority. They have an ego authority. There are multiple different things. So it could be their heart. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's different, different areas of your body. And so once you understand that it's being able to live in alignment with, like, if you, if you had to know three things, it's your energy type, your strategy, and your authority first, like full stop. Those are, those are the three things that you really want to understand. Oh, there's so much value here. Like so much. Um, what's the best way to go from there? Let's give people an example. Um, you can use yourself. You can use me, whatever it is, but I want to give an example so people can just see like from the energy type to the, the strategy and authority, what that looks like. Yeah. Um, so I guess if I use like myself as an example, it's a process. Like it is not something. So like you, you have, so we did a reading last week for you and you, you won't just live in alignment right away. Like that's like this, this word alignment is like such a buzzword these days. Mm -hmm. And, and what it is, is it's, it's a process. It's um, it's like I said, it's like layers of deconditioning, stripping away. Um, So I'll give an example. Like, so with my last launch, um, I realized that I was trying to prove myself to people. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you get your, when you figure out like, what is it that I'm trying to do or what is it that I'm, that I'm doing that doesn't feel right. That's when you start questioning. And that's, that's, that's the first, um, the first, uh, thing that you want to do is figure out, okay, where is it that I'm out of alignment? Because so we each have different energy centers. And so you will, um, once you fully understand your energy centers, you'll know which 
area that you're out of alignment. So for me, it was my heart. I was trying to prove my worth to to everyone, um, all of my followers, the um, the people that I was trying to get into my program, and so. I question why was I trying to prove myself? Mm-hmm. And, and so that's where, that's where that um, deconditioning piece comes in. Well, I was trying to prove myself actually, because it relates back to my childhood mm-hmm. and this constant need to get my parents approval and, and wanting them to be like, Hey, good job. I always wanted this external validation. And so this is deep work. This is not, this is why they call it unsexy work because <laughs> it's, it's, diving deep into yourself. Um, and a lot of people shy away from it. Um, and I know, I know, you know, this Marsha, but it's, um, that's where the magic lies is when you're in this, like feeling like, okay, something's not working and, and it's me. I I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm the issue. Um, I'm not broken, but but I, I need to figure out why I feel this way. And so a lot of the times it's just sitting with that. So why was I trying to prove myself? Um, and, and for me, it was dating back to my childhood. And when you figure out that root cause, that reason why, um, that reason why you are proving or holding yourself back or whatever it is, releasing that by saying, I don't feel that way anymore. I don't need to feel that way anymore. That is like, just a weight lifted off of your shoulders. And so not everything will come up right away for you. So the process of alignment, that's why they call it a process because it takes time. It takes, and, and we're never really like, once you get through something big, then there's always like something else that comes up. And, and so it's, it, it takes time to really get to that core self but every time you get rid of one of these layers, these beautiful manifestations come up. These beautiful things come up in your life, opportunities or partners or business opportunities, like all of these things start coming when you start peeling back each of these different layers. I love that you said that. And I want to just add and and ask you and add one thing in the sense that people think of alignment is like, it's always what you you have to say, like learning where to say yes. I think alignment is as much learning when to say no. Is yeah. that like, and I think that's a, a piece of it. And I've learned because I, I literally will ask myself sometimes it's like, okay, does that, is that a hell yes? Like, and you know me, I go through my gut. I'm like, is that a hell yes? I'm like, yeah, it's a yes. I don't have a clue how it's going to work out there are things I've said yes to that seem like honestly batshit crazy. I'm, but I do it. And because my gut says yes, and it's beautiful, but then there are other things I'm like, but this is an incredible opportunity, but it doesn't feel right. And that might just mean not now, like it's just not, not now. And so I have found a lot of growth in learning to say no to things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's trial and error. Mm -hmm. And, and every, every decision you make, you never have a failure. It's just a lesson. And, and so when you're going through this and learning to like tap into your, your authority, you may make decisions that actually aren't the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's just a lesson for you. Okay. I didn't wait long enough, or I, you know, didn't, um, I didn't read the signal right. And so each time it's like you get this like further refinement, this further clarity. And and that's the beauty of it. And and it's not to so I have 
so within human design, there's profiles. So there's there's two numbers that you have associated with your profile. And, and so I have a three in my profile, which is all about trial and error. And I had a lot of shame around that because that's how I live my life. I want to experience it. Someone tells me something's hot. I will still touch it anyways, mm-hmm. because I want to know that it truly is going to burn my hand. And, and that's just who I am. And I, I carried a lot of shame around that because people, because I thought that they were failures. Mm-hmm. But when I reframed that as that was just a lesson, that was a learning opportunity. And I'm going to experience a lot of learning opportunities in my life. <laughs> a lot. And it's so freeing. Mm-hmm. It's like you you look at life as an adventure rather than, well, I've got to get it right this time. I've got to get it right this time. It's like this weight lifted off your shoulders. I love that. I love that you shared that. And um again, there's just so many different levels to this. How are you using this in your business now? And what does your business look like now? Cause you also still have, you have two kids under what age? <laughs> two under two. I got a 21 month, um, and a five month old. Okay. So let's just for a second, just paint that picture because I remember starting my business when my kids were under two, I had two under two. And I was like it, but I felt called to do it then. And so I did. And I, I can relate to that, but your time is so precious and your energy is so precious. It's so important to be using that time and energy right now. So I would love to know what your business looks like and what it feels like and what you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's a feeling effort. Like that's, that's probably the best way that I can describe it. And it's like, I, I can't plan weeks in advance in my business. Um, so I, I literally plan day by day almost, mm-hmm. um, I've got my client appointments and those are, those are important. And those are things that I, that I keep and I hold and those can get planned weeks in advance. But, but in terms of how I show up on social media and, and planning like master classes and all of those types of things are very, I feel into those things. And I, I get pockets of time throughout the day, like when baby's napping and, and, and so it's, you know, it's really easy to get down on myself because I don't have a full day all the time to, to work on it. But what I've come to realize is that, yeah, like it's an evolution. It's a growth. Like my business is an extension of my personality, is an extension of me, is an extension of my family. And so it all works together. So for me, it's like I feel into it every morning and say, okay, what do I feel like doing today? And if that means spending, you know, 80% of the day with my kids and I get, you know, 10% of time, like just to work on posts or, um, you know, have one client session, that's all I can do. Mm -hmm. And, and, and honoring that. And so it is a day by day feeling into it. And some days like today, actually, I'm very lucky my husband's off today. So I've got time to to talk to you and, and I've scheduled in a few other things, but I don't get that. I don't, I don't get that time all the time. So it's really becoming when I do have pockets of time, when I do have energy, then I will 100% focus on my business. But if I don't, then I spend the day with my kids and I I enjoy it and be present with them because that's the whole reason why I'm building this is because I can be with my family. I can build this flexible lifestyle. So when I talk about human design, like I live and I breathe it, like Mm -hmm. it is 
it is fully, if I don't have the energy to focus on my business that day, I don't, it, it just, that is what it is. And, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's building my business around me and my life and my family. It's, it's, it's one blended, um, one blended life is really what it comes down to. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I, I wanted to paint a picture for people who are listening that right now, I mean, we are in the time where we're all building virtually online businesses. Like we're, that's literally where we are. We're in Ontario, Canada, where we are still in um, a lockdown that is almost another month to go. Like it's, it's just, there's so much out of our hands and I have so many people that I hear are so angry, so frustrated and bitter and staying in that space. And me, I, me personally, I'm like, okay, I got more time to get shit done. Like I got stuff to do. Like I got stuff to do. And I want to use that time. But I think that what you've done is just painted a picture in a sense that you can build the business that you want that matches with your life, your energy and where you're at. You don't have to do it like everyone else. You can do it the way that works for you. That's in full alignment. And I actually think when you can learn where that is and in that space, you're going to see growth in ways that is like exponential because you're not fighting the way that feels right to you. Yeah, exactly. I think that the moment you feel resistance, Mm -hmm. the moment that you feel friction in your life, you are 100% out of alignment. That, that is probably the first indicator I would say. And so when I like, yeah, when I, when I dread getting on social media and having to do a story or a post, I don't do it mm-hmm. because that energy comes across to your followers. Yes. Um, so, so that, that's a huge thing is like, when you feel like you have to do something, don't do it. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 um, and then, and then that's when you feel into it. Then you say, then you drop in and you say, okay, why do I feel this resistance? Am I trying to prove myself? Am I trying to, um, you know, um, trying to get ahead? Like, am I trying to compare myself to other people? Like where, where is this coming from? That's it's, you stop yourself and you, you question in that moment. Yeah. I think that that's a really good point. And the one thing I want to say too, is resistance is a funny thing because a lot of people will feel resistance and they, they call it fear. Like they look at resistance as fear as I'm afraid to do it. Whereas I think that there can be resistance. We, our ego is always going to have some resistance with what we're doing because especially if we're stepping into something new, I love the word friction. I, I, what I see with friction is like, it's just that, that rubbing that things are going in the opposite directions. And it feels like, okay, this is too much work. Something doesn't feel right. You will always have fear. Like people, I think that is a big misconception because people say, well, I'm waiting for it to go. I'm like, then you'll be waiting forever because it's never going to go. And if you're living where there's no fear, you're probably not playing very big and you're probably meeting with some personal internal resistance because you know, you're not doing what you can do in this world. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 You will always have fear, like regardless of what stage you're at, like a hundred percent, you will always have that fear. You will always have that, um, yeah, that hurdle to overcome, but you're right. Like it's that, it's a distinction between, is this fear Mm -hmm. or is this friction? Like I, I don't, it doesn't feel right. And, and I use that a lot, like, because I've always, like I said earlier, like I've always thought like I should do this Mm -hmm. because so-and-so is doing this, or I should do this because 
I know that that's how I'm going to get a client. I should like when you start, when you start hearing yourself saying, I should do this, mm-hmm. that's also another trigger to be like, Hey, maybe this isn't something I should be working on right now. So I think there's, I agree with all of that. And I think there's something even there's just so powerful with what you're saying that it's important to learn human design for yourself to know and help you be in alignment. I also think it's important when you are a coach who works with other clients or you bring on staff or you bring in people to support you because I am a generator and I will go and go and go and go. And I've always been that way. Like that's because now I understand that's, that's me. Like that's always been that way, but I also can't expect my clients to be the same way because, and I think this is a misconception in coaching is that some coaches are like, you do it this way and this way. And I think there's so much power in coaches who allow you, they can give you information, help you with ways to do things, but really help you to come to your own answers. And I think that's a misconception in the coaching industry. Is that something you, what do you think on that? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like I literally cringe when I, when I see ads on social media that say, here's my five-step fail-proof process that's going to get you a million dollars. Like that just drives me bonkers when I see that, because I know 100% that is not going to work for everyone. Yes, it may work for a few, but it, and it may work, but does it feel good? Do you, do you enjoy doing that? Because a lot of the times, like what I've seen is people implement these like five-step processes but then they hit a plateau mm-hmm. because they don't enjoy doing it that way. They don't like it. So yeah, you might have short-term success because you pushed yourself to the ground, yeah. but then you hit a plateau and then you can't scale, you can't grow, you can't do anything. And then you don't have any time with your family. And you're like, why did I start this business in the first place? <laughs> so it's like this very cyclical thing that we get like sucked into the marketing of this five-step fail-proof process. But it's, it's not that way for everyone mm-hmm. and having, so first and foremost in human design, understanding yourself is where you need to start. You need to understand yourself and, and how you show up first. But then once you understand yourself, then applying that to your clients and, and working with them to, to figure out ways that work best for them. That's, that's so awesome. And, and I think that is what distinguishes good coaches from great coaches Mm -hmm. in this industry is someone who, who understands themselves so deeply and so powerfully, and then in turn understands their clients. Mm -hmm. They can see their clients in a different way because that's why, that's why we hire coaches is because we want this like outside perspective. Mm -hmm. We want someone who can help us achieve our goals. And if they can help us achieve our goals and make us feel great, that is a bonus. 100%. I love that. I love that you said that because I've, I've had a few people reach out and say things and I'm like, look, if your coach is telling you, you have to do it X, Y, Z, Y, and it doesn't feel right. Like that's a sign. That's a sign. There's a lot, like the beautiful thing with this industry. And I would say I can see it even more in the last year. There's a bazillion ways to generate revenue in this industry. There is, there are so many ways I see and have learned from some coaches, they're doing things that don't even logically make sense. They're generating revenues that are like, they are generating incredible, insane revenues and their clients are having massive success too. So it's not that they're just like taking money and doing this, their clients are exceeding. So there are a 
thousands and thousands of ways to do things in this field. It doesn't have to be one way. Yeah. 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 And, and so like, like you said, so having a coach that understands your human design, but you know, I've, I've found power too, because I understand myself and the coaches that I work with that when they suggest something, I can even question that too and be like, no, that doesn't work for me. That, that, that won't, that won't work. That doesn't feel good for me. And so there's so much onus on ourselves to know ourselves in that coaching relationship. So you, you both have to really understand each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the way that you speak, the way that you interact, the way that you make decisions, all of that, it, it's so self-awareness is literally the differentiator in this industry. Huge, huge lesson. Absolutely. So now you are doing, how do people work with you? What is the ways that they can work with you and what do you offer? Yeah. So I'm doing um, what I call breakthrough human design readings. So these are for the entrepreneur that really wants to understand how do I implement human design in my business? Mm -hmm. And so they're 90 minute sessions. Um, So they include a human design reading, but then I also give intuitive advice to them um, based on their human design in terms of how they can implement different things. So how they can um, better show up on social media, when to show up on social media, how to message on social media. So, um, you know, based on your, your communication style, um, how you, um, best come across as authentic to people. Um, we, we can dive into a bunch of different things depending on what your needs are. So they're 90 minute sessions, they're deep dive readings. Um, and then I also offer, um, full coaching packages, um, starting at, at three months, one-on-one. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been so phenomenal. And the women that have come into my space have been so great. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I literally love what I do. You can see it. Now I, um, I am somebody who has been in your space for like the last year and a half. I can see a difference as a person watching from the outside. You can see a difference in you and that you are just like in this state. I'm going to say, it's not that you weren't calm before, but you look so confident and calm with what you're doing now. It's like, you can just see that. Yes, this is, this feels so right. And Okay. Just for anybody listening, anybody who can be calm and confident while having two kids under two in a pandemic and lockdown must be onto something, (laughs) must be onto something. No, like, so it's human design and it's mindset. So, so it's, it's the two things that go, that go hand in hand. So human design provides that, that, that blueprint, but then it's up to you to work on your mindset to overcome these things. So that's why like you're a hundred percent, right? Like I, and, and, um, for anyone who's followed me, my son was also in the hospital for some time too. So I've, I have been through mm-hmm. a lot in the last little bit, but it goes to show how strong your mind is mm-hmm. and, and how important your mindset is when you go through these difficult events in your life. Um, whether it's the pandemic, whether it's, you know, a, a, a an ill child, whatever it is. Your mindset is what keeps you grounded, what keeps you in check. Um, and so if anything, um, I think your the combination of the two is super important. It's so important. Can I ask how your son is? Because, okay, let's just, you also had, you had a child during 
the pandemic, right? Yeah. 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 And then time in the hospital. Yeah. So, so my daughter was born in August of 2019 and then my son was born in December of 2020. And so he was born premature. And so he had some, um, stomach issues. So we had, uh, master, uh, hospital in, in Hampton, Ontario. So yeah, so he is a lot better now. Um, and it was just, it was immaturity in, in his stomach and, and we just recently had a blood test and everything was good. And yeah, so he is so much better on the mend and he is right. rocking and rolling and he actually rolled over for the first time uh, yesterday. So oh, that was exciting. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Again, so important to stay in that alignment, especially when you have life going on over here. I want to ask you one question um, before I get into wrapping it up is intuition. You and I have had some really good conversations on intuition and I am routinely told or asked by clients that I can't hear it. I don't understand it. I don't know how that, can you explain what intuition is and how to build regardless of your type, how to build a better relationship to your intuition? Yeah. So, um, like I said, we each have a different body part that is responsible for decision-making. And that's really where our source of intuition lies. So someone who is a sacral authority, it's their gut. They listen to their gut and it's like this, uh-huh, uh-uh, kind of like, yes, no, um, feeling for me, it's my emotions. I, I ride this emotional wave. And when I know I need to make a decision, it's when I, I hit this net neutral, I, I don't feel positive or negative towards this thing. I just know this is the right decision. Some it's their spleen. So they get these like, like intuitive hits. They're just like, yep, I'm going to go do this right now. So it's, it's different for everyone. So one, you need to understand which, which body part is, is responsible for that, but it's, it's trusting. Trusting is 100% the, um, the differentiating factor of building that, that intuition. So it's like I said, it's trial and error. So you start by saying, okay, I'm going to make this, make this decision right now, um, based on how I feel and did it work out for me? Yes. Okay. I trust it. I'm, I'm building that trust. And so as soon as you start acting on those, on those intuitive hits, then that's when that that intuition starts building and you get more ideas and you get more inspiration and you get more opportunities come to you that you need to make decisions on. Mm-hmm. And so first and foremost, it's trust. It's just get started and, and, and it will get louder and louder and louder and louder, but it's, it's, it's a process like everything is that we've talked about today is just um, when you get that intuitive hit, act on it. Mm -hmm. act on it right then and there. Even if you don't understand how the heck am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. It's it's acting on it in that moment. And then that's when you start to build that momentum. I love it. So for anybody who's listening, you have to act first. You like, I think there's so much waiting for the right answer or waiting for it to be clear. And it's like, you, you have to build that relationship with it. I have a crazy intuition. Like I have such a strong sense of intuition that has literally saved my life, like actually physically saved my life multiple times. Um, and it's just something that over time I, when it says something I follow and I do, and I follow. So now when I get it, it's like, okay, that makes no sense, but I guess I'm supposed to do this. 
Like that's how clear it is. But I just love, thank you for saying that because I don't think that's something that a lot of people understand that you can build that relationship to build your intuition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've heard this before. So we were talking about fear. And so when you feel fear about like this in, in, intu- uh, intuitive hit that you get, it's actually like a desire, like a, like a hidden desire. So fear is a hidden desire. So when you get, um, even when you get triggered by someone, that's actually a desire. It's like it, everything is like this, like hidden desire. Like you feel triggered, you feel fear, you feel these like negative emotions. It's actually a desire that you have. You wish you had that, or you wish you could do that. Mm-hmm. So when you feel those emotions, like being like, Oh, maybe I actually want that. Or maybe I should go do that. Um, and that's, that's another way of checking it too. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So I'll make sure all of your information is in the show notes and they can, they can look for you for any of your breakthrough sessions or one-on-one expansion, all the things that you offer. I want to ask you a couple quick questions um, to wrap it up. And the first day is what impact do you personally want to create in the world? Oh, so much. <laughs> um, I, I literally want to show women in particular um, that they are limitless, that they can achieve anything that they want to achieve. If they desire it, it is inevitably theirs because they have the ability to create this vision in their mind. Mm -hmm. That is their own unique vision. And so if they want that, they are 100% capable of getting there. Mm-hmm. And, and through that, like takes healing, it takes deconditioning, it takes courage, it takes all of these things. But I want to, A, use me as an example, as a leader, to show that anything is possible. And then in turn, show them that, that it's possible for them too. I love it. I love it. Because it's all possible. Like I, I would say, if the if the idea taps you on the shoulder, it was already for you. Like it's already for you. We just get stuck as humans in, but how? How is that going to happen? And then we don't act on it because we don't see the how. When I actually don't think we're ever meant to see the how. I think it's because the how can unfold in so many beautiful ways that we could have never planned on. Yeah. 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 It's so true. Like I think about my business, and I didn't think I would be talking about human design on this podcast today, a year ago, right. um, but I am, and it, it unfold, unfolds in unique and beautiful ways. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just trust is really what it comes down to. I love that. You have so much knowledge to offer. So I'm grateful you've stepped into this space. Just absolutely love it. Um, I've loved all of this conversation. You have given so much value to everybody who's here to learn all about human design. So thank you for your time, your expertise. I love all of it. I have one more question for you. What lesson in life are you sure. most grateful for? Um, oh, that's such a good question. Oh, I didn't. And, and you know what? If you listen to all my podcasts, there's this lull where people are like, oh, and I'm like, go with your gut. Just go with your gut. I, I think it's that everything is a lesson and that you never have any failures. That, that, that's been a huge thing for me. A huge, huge weight off my shoulders is that everything you do is a lesson and there are never failures in life. I love that. I love that. So please let that land everyone. Like please let it land because 
the fear of failure is just, it's just, it's keeping you way, way, way too small, way too small. And there's so much that you're here to do and offer. And when you learn how to step into that space, you can really lead with that fulfillment, like lead and be in that space of like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. So I loved it. Thank you so much for everything that you shared. Honestly, Laura, it's been my pleasure to have you on the show today. Uh, thank you so much, Marsha. I, I loved being here. This is so awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.